Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Kofi listening to Mad Love. Welcome. We've had some interesting conversations about health and I guess on a, on a larger scale, mortality. Um, I definitely came to grips with mine 10 years ago. And it does change your life. It makes you reframe the discussions you have around how you're living and what you want to do and what you want to accomplish before you leave the earth. And while it sounds morbid to some people, I guess, you know, it's a valid motivator. I know Gary V uses it all the time. Like one day you're going to (laughs) die. So, you know, and it's true. And and we may live to be a hundred, 120. Um, but you know, at some point this thing is over for you in this form. So you have to be as productive as you humanly can be. You know, you came here for a reason. So just keep pushing. We're already to July, you know, so I feel like uh, you got to be moving towards whatever makes you feel really free. You know, all these holidays that celebrate our independence and our freedom, you know, some of us ain't free (laughs) and freedom isn't free. You know what I mean? So a lot of us are paying a price and we're still not feeling free. You know, it's it's really all in your in your perspective and how you view the world and how you treat yourself and who you surround yourself with and all the things they spend no hours teaching you in school. So there's that. So I was talking to somebody yesterday and they were commenting. Uh, they heard someone who seemed fit and would not what would not be what anyone would consider a candidate for a massive heart attack had one and it messed her up. It was messing with her mind. And she's like, you know, now I'm thinking about my mortality. <laughs> and, you know, I think when that comes, you have to be like, wait, this is this is something that's resonating with me and I, I want to learn from it. You know, for me, I think, you know, I have my own health challenges. It has been a huge motivator for me to not waste any time. But also there's little subtle reminders. Uh, I think a few years ago, someone was, this lady was, uh, you know, not far from my age. She had done well in her life, had a business. Uh, I think she was on her first or second marriage, was happy, seemingly, you know, just living her best life, driving her Tesla down. Uh, uh, we we have something here called the Forest Park Parkway. Uh, it runs adjacent to Forest Park. And uh, there's a part of it that, uh, you know, the bridge, talk about infrastructure, the bridge is pretty pretty old man I think it's like at least a hundred years old it's not even it's an overpass and it's just not been modernized at all or fortified and I remember at that time I used to drive to the Whole Foods in the city so I would drive this path I had driven that path on a I want to say a Sunday morning because that's normally when I go to the store um and I was driving it was not a lot of traffic And I got under that overpass and I was like, God, this just feels unsafe. I had no, you know, I just didn't like how I felt driving underneath that underpass or driving underneath that overpass, sorry. 
it was like water. There was like weird water coming from some source, which the closest source for the water would be one of the lakes in the park. And I'm like, damn, how's it leaky way over here? I just did not enjoy it. And so I remember thinking, gosh, I don't like this. I feel unsafe. I'll probably not drive this way again. And um, seriously, that was like on Sunday. And I think like Monday or Tuesday, this lady who's living her best life driving her Tesla headed from the city into the county. um, A chunk of that overpass falls right into her windshield. And so what's this is this is man, this is so crazy. So just as she's driving, I mean, the timing of this was perfectly tragic. So as she's driving underneath the part where I felt uncomfortable, some girl loses control of her car and like overturns. So so she like and what I mean, she overcorrects. So she goes to make a turn on maybe she was impaired I don't know I don't remember the details but somehow she turns loses control of her car hits one of these chunks of this old bridge overpass thing like perfectly imperfectly and up just the right tragic size of this chunk falls into this lady's windshield uh, driving underneath and the picture is incredible. It falls right through her windshield. She was crushed to death in her Tesla, living her best life. And while, of course, I've had my own health challenges, this and it, and I use those as motivation to just keep going and plowing through my days and getting things done. You know, you hear a story like that and it's like, oh, shit, you know, I need to step it up because you just don't know. I mean, she wasn't when you look at the size of the hunk of concrete solid concrete in this windshield you I mean she wasn't going to recover from that but even if she had survived her life would have been dramatically different but I mean it was just perfectly tragic there a few seconds sooner you know it would have hit the back of her car a few seconds uh later it would have hit the front of her car, maybe. But now, but this way it happened, it happened perfectly through her windshield. I mean, it, they couldn't have done that if they had timed it. It's so fucking sad. So, you know, I didn't know this lady. I just feel like, you know, she's a business owner. She's living her best life. She's happy. You know, I know her husband, I think, was a former chief of police. He was on his second marriage. I think it was her first marriage. She was an entrepreneur, had a successful company. And it was just like, damn, I mean, no good deed. So anyway, I don't know her. I don't know her life, but I'm assuming she was happy and doing pretty good. And it doesn't matter when it's your time, whether you're happy or unhappy, it's up, (laughs) it's over. (laughs) So, you know. Again, I know that I'm very, I guess, glib about this topic, but, you know, that's the liberty of almost dying because I've almost really, I mean, when you can baffle a whole medical staff, I'm not proud of it, but they were looking at me like, they were like a bunch of Grim Reapers, you know, they were just like, yo, your life is fucked, you're screwed, you're just going to be sick, and all this, you know, the nursing staff was absolutely um, much more comforting, much more optimistic, 
They were very supportive. That is uh, DePaul Hospital here in St. Louis. They were great. The nurses were great. And eventually my cardiologist came to see that I just didn't know I had high blood pressure. Um, And he was okay. But while I was in the hospital, people were kicking my ass. These doctors were like um, really, um, I know why they were being the way they were. You know, the way people get desensitized about anything. But I was trying to tell them, I'm not the person you think I am. And you're judging me based off of shit you don't know. Um, In fact, most people who know me were like, you're in the hospital. (laughs) What? (laughs) You got sick? What? You know, because that's not really my thing. You know, and I don't have any bad habits. I will tell you this, though. When you get sick like that. If you have bad habits, those things will take you out. If I had been a drug abuser, I would be dead. If I had been, um, you know, any kind of, uh, you know, smoker, I I probably wouldn't have made it, you know. So (sighs) I'm here for a reason, and I'm telling you, you are too. And that's the whole point, you know. You never know what's going to happen. So just try to live your best life. And if your mortality comes up and it makes you think about how you're living honor that you know if you're not happy honor that if you are happy and and things are going well honor that too you know for real life is short even if you live to be 122 years old that compared to the age of the earth that's not that long it's like a blink of an eye you know Plus, I keep reading. I need to stop reading the news. Apparently, bears are everywhere, and they're just coming out to hang out with the people now. I guess the heat is forcing them out, and um, that's disturbing. Because uh, the St. Louis Metro, I mean, I think I've heard three bear sightings. Listen, with the crime we have here, that's all we need is some bears, too. <laughs> I'm tell you what. The last thing we need are those murder hornets and some bears. Now, I remember there was supposed to be all these murder bees that I don't think showed up. or the And the African bees. I don't remember the, if those ever showed up here. But I'm going to tell you what. There have been three black bear sightings. Like bear bears just coming out the woods, you know, hanging out on people's back porches and shit. In neighborhoods that aren't even like that that remote. You know what I mean? So that's going to be interesting. That's the last thing we need. Oh, my God. All right. I hope you have an amazing day. Oh, yeah. I was watching this thing on Netflix that I think you guys would like. Um, It's called Pop or This is Pop. The very first episode, I caught it on Saturday morning. It was so divine. I I had had a super busy week at work and it was stressful and I just didn't really want to, I just wanted to relax. So I woke up early and I started watching this thing and the first episode is on boys to men and it was really fascinating. They, I I guess they don't get the credit that that they deserve for being like these huge pop sensations, I guess. I don't know. I bought their records. I liked them at the time, but music changed right underneath their feet. You know, they they were out here singing and they were squeaky clean. And then they had Jodeci on the other side who were like dirty. Their lyrics were dirty. They were sexual, you know, 
you, there was definitely something different going on with Jodeci than Boys to Men. And then music changed underneath both of them. You know, like hip hop just really took over. And the way they spin it in this is uh really Boys to Men got lost their crown because white boy bands came and stole their thunder. And I I was alive during that time. I was buying a lot of music during that time and I just didn't see it that way. Black people always calling race on something. And maybe they didn't sell as many records as they could have because they were black. And I don't know, they weren't partic- they didn't particularly strike me as fine. You know, they weren't bad looking, but they weren't like Denzel or anything. But I think really the biggest issue they had is a they weren't put together based off of their looks because there are plenty of black groups that have benefited from looking a certain way. It's And it happens all the time. But music changing really messed them up. And yes, I do think Backstreet Boys and NSYNC were they were put together to be heartthrobs. And I think that gave them a mass appeal that that boys to men didn't have and also you know you age out the system dude you just got old yes you happen to be black i did not think the people stopped listening to them because they were black they stopped listening to them because they were corny (laughs) no disrespect i like them and i i would go see their show now but you know the 90s got raw after 95 you know, you had Tupac and I mean, people, Biggie, people were selling records that were straight unpolished. They were not, uh, Boys to Men is more like what I grew up like, you know, that, that represents the middle-class black experience. They weren't into drugs. They didn't seem overly disrespectful towards women. You know, they were the boys I would have known and from school and dated, you know, they were the Theo Huxtables of pop, of music, you know? And I I wanted more Theo than Thug. That's just me. But the world changed. And by 95, 96, people wanted Tupac. They wanted the Thug. They wanted the Saggy Pants. And I don't even know that Tupac was really a Thug. I know this is going to make some people upset. But when I met him, I didn't get Thug energy at all. He had the softest hands I ever felt on a man. His hands reminded me of my mom's hands. And I don't know if, you know, you need to have hard hands to be a thug. He just didn't seem... I think he had a persona, and the thug thing was part of it. And it helped sell records. But in real life, people started to want that. And real thugs. (laughs) People who were unquestionably thuggish. (laughs) Started to show up and uh, steal the spotlight. And I think that's more of what happened to boys to men. They just seemed corny by 95. You know, sitting around singing in silk pajamas. People weren't checking for that by the late 90s. Jay-Z and all them came on the scene. I'm just saying. I was alive. I think they were great. Check out the series. It's got some really interesting takes on music from uh, music trends from pop. Uh and that, but they started with Boys to Men, and I thought that was fascinating. And I do think they should get credit uh, for what they were to the early 90s, 
no doubt about it. But I think more than anything, music changed on them and people were looking at them in them suits and stuff. I'm like, okay, but we like Jodeci. <laughs> and then after Jodeci kind of self-destructed, people really moved into like hip hop and not not party hip hop, just, you know, the chronic Dre and all that, all of the death row artists and all of the, I mean, how? How did we not see that that was not going to be long term? You know what I mean? Who thought Death Row records would last 25 years? Ain't no way. It's called Death Row. You knew that wasn't going to last. But anyway, have a wonderful... (laughs) I mean, seriously, when you look back, it's like, wait, why were people thinking that was going to be like a great music dynasty? It's called Death Row. It's got death in the name. You know, it's that's code for short-lived all right friends be well thank you for listening check out the website uh madlovepodcast.com you can get caught up on the episodes there's some cool blog pieces i need to update but they're out there uh i'm reading a great book you should read it too dr shafali is her name and the book is called radical awakening i think men could read it but women will get the most value out of it it's actually something written for us i think All right. Be well, be safe and absolutely be your best. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, 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 oh,